Hello, is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. No, I hate that. Let's go. <laughs> Hello. Is it? No, I can't see it this one. No. No, okay. What about I just earnestly, instead of this, I earnestly start the podcast with just Lionel Richie, me trying 100% hard. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Hello. Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. How am I going? How am I going? You're doing great, man. I need validation. You're doing great, Support man. Support me. So it clap, Woo! clap, clap. You're something that you're mine. You're all I ever wanted. Woo! Welcome back to the Luke Kidgel Hour. We don't have the intro music. I mean, we do, but I, I decided to go <laughs> against it. That's what you're going to do. That's uh, how you achieve success in life, guys, is you you go against the grain. All right, people tell you to run with the usual intro track. You go, fuck those people, and you sing Lionel Richie, despite having no uh, vocal ability whatsoever. Welcome back to the Luke Kidgel Hour. We don't have our buttons. Once again, we are still on the Gold Coast. We are in an apartment building. So I'm going to do today's buzzer. Have you got the time already, Reese? Uh, yes. That's one job. Yep. No, that's not true, guys. He has about four. Um, but this is one of the four jobs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and always forgets that one. <laughs> All right. My buzzer sent in by Luke Kidgel in three, two, one. We're right. ready to go. Yep, great. Jeez, that had real email quality about it, didn't yeah. it? The kind of the ones that you sort through and go, oh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Would have you played that if someone else sent that in? If we're running really low, <laughs> then probably, yeah. Yeah, okay. That was the bottom of the barrel. Uh, welcome back, guys. And if you're in Melbourne, uh, firstly and foremost, suck poo. <laughs> and uh, and if you're not in Melbourne, uh, you must be loving life like me. I've had the best week and I'm not going to do that thing where I, you know, I butter it up and I go, oh no, people in Melbourne, I'm so, I feel so bad for you. I do feel bad for you, but at the same time, I don't care. Like if, if I'm being really honest, I'd be lying if I said I, I gave a shit about your problems um, because my life's awesome. We've been chilling in the sun for a week and um, is this a flex? Kind of. If you if if you think this is cool, then consider it a flex. But uh, it's been great. We've been going in the spa every night. Uh, I've been shredding every day. Going on like long skateboards, hitting the coolie skate park. We had a meet up today, one p.m. Schoolie ca- school coolie. <laughs> I can't speak, dude. How can I think when the cogs are not working? How can I my brain work when? The cog is not turning. Great. The time has come to finish this bit. Oh, cool. So, yeah, we did a skate park. Oh, fuck. A meetup at the Cooley Skate Park today. Um, three people showed up. It was organized on the live stream. Um, and Tiff came. She was lovely. Um, Denver, who who we actually sold a skateboard to. So what happened was, you may have heard on last week's episode, Meg uh, has fractured her wrist skateboarding while drunk. Uh, she did not tell the doctor that detail, but she has skateboarded drunk. Now, she's been blaming the board and was saying this board that we just recently got last week was cursed. 
recent, I think it's got a little bit to do with the inebriation and the state she was in yeah. while skateboarding. But you know what? I'm a huge advocate and fan of blaming your equipment at all times. Never blame yourself. Always blame the shit you, you're riding on. I did it today at the skate park. I couldn't get around this bend. And then I go, oh, my, my board's just not, not went made for this. And then I did it on Meg's board. And now it turns out I'm just shit at skateboarding. <laughs> But uh, yeah, she was blaming our equipment, so we didn't want it anymore. Then Meg purchased a new board, so we had one extra board we yeah. didn't need. Got a lot of boards. We have way too many boards here. So uh, on the live stream we did last night on YouTube, we were trying to sell my skateboard, and it went great. Denver purchased it for $69.69, which is great for two reasons. One, that's bloody hilarious. 69 twice. L-O-L. And secondly, uh, we only paid $60 for it. Yeah. <laughs> so we turned a profit on the skateboard, <laughs> which was huge. And he drove all the way from Brisbane to pick it up. Ooh. So we didn't even have to pay for postage. It was a great deal. And he knew he was getting ripped off because we set it on the stream. Yeah. You know? But it also came with Tony Hawk's signature. Now, yeah. Tony Hawk didn't... I never said Tony Hawk signed it. I replicated Tony Hawk's signature. We love that. We Googled it um, and Wolverine we'll did. Yeah. And I copied it onto a board. Um, when I got down there to the Cooley uh, meet and greet, what, what are we calling it? The meetup, the yeah. Cooley Skate Park meetup today. Um, I was riding down holding the board like this. Yeah. And we get down there. I give Denver his new skateboard. It was his birthday. I said, I'm like, mate, happy birthday. Congrats Whoa. on your new skateboard. It's got Tony Hawk's signature on it. I'm kind of giving him the spiel before I give yeah. it to him. He goes, it just says Tony. <laughs> and I go, oh, fuck. My, I've, I sweated it off. Oh, like, no. <laughs> I sweated off the Sharpie marker. So it's just signed by some bloke called Tony. It could be a unique Tony Hawk signature where or, he just wrote Tony. Or it could just be some guy named Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, pretty valuable stuff. So, um, yeah, that was pretty good fun. And, uh, man, these 10-year-olds that hang out at these local skate parks just shred so hard and they intimidate the shit out of race mainly. Oh, yeah. Mainly race. Because I can't push properly on a board. I do it like the complete wrong way and I'm scared I'm going to get so judged. You're supposed to put your front foot on the skateboard and then push with your back foot. Yeah. Reese does it in reverse. He, he keeps his back foot on the board and then pushes with his front. Yeah, it's not good. I, I don't even know how you do it. I, I know. I, I can't need even to, I do need it. To learn. Yeah. So he, whenever we go to the skate park and there's other kids there, he kind of just watches and goes like, nah, they're going to make fun it of It depends me. on the kid. Okay, so like if they've got a beanie and they look cool, you won't... No, like on. for example... the. Wagga Skate Park, that was fine. Yeah, because they're all like nine and yeah. riding But the other scooters. night when we were there, those those dudes were shredding hard. They were. They were way better than us. And one of them burned you. Yeah, yeah. He, he got real hot burned. He did a cool trick near me. And I said, oh my God, like trying to give him some respect and some cred. And he just turned around and went, my name's not God. And then he just skated away. <laughs> and uh, then Reese and Meg laughed at me because I got owned by a fucking nine-year-old for what, like the 10th time in two weeks. <laughs> it's because I keep hanging out with skate parks. Uh, but yeah, it's so much fun. Dude, you just hate to be anywhere else right now. The weather's perfect here. I can't get over it. It's sunny all the time. Yeah. And and it never it, nothing ever happens here. No. And that's perfect. There's no wind. There's always nice waves. It's just families, dudes shredding, surfers, chill vibe. Mm. I mean we're we're in the vicinity of Apollo Jackson we at are. the pub. Uh huge scoop. Walking past the Cool and Get a Hotel or some pub, um, we saw the Apollo Jackson 
famous from the Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise series. Uh, also famous for from Luke Kidgel's Drunk at Music Festivals <laughs> video, which got upwards of 70,000 views. So, oh. that, you know, probably more than The Bachelor. Um, Apollo Jackson, the magician, uh, he has a residency at a nightclub here. Well, we, it's a pub. It's a pub. That maybe turns into a nightclub on maybe a Saturday. Maybe like up, uh, upstairs at night, maybe, nightclub. But it said Apollo Jackson live every Saturday. And for a week... We could not figure out what he was doing there because on the show he was a magician. So I was like, wait, does he just walk around the pub doing sleight of hand and card tricks and just like pulling shit out of his ass? I don't know what he does. <laughs> it's a good ass. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a good looking bloke. But and then we just looked it up. It turns out he's just a DJ, yeah. which is not shocking that an ex-Bachelor contestant is a DJ. But, man, that's pretty much the circle of life for an ex-reality TV contestant. I've met Apollo. He's a fucking ripper dude. But, I mean, is that... I don't know. What happens if you fail as an influencer? Am I just going to be, every Saturday, just doing, like, one-liners at the Cooley, Cooley Hotel when I'm, like, 50, <laughs> when I'm washed up? Dude, that's, that's kind of, like, my biggest fear, is just being a washed-up influencer. But, I, man, Apollo's crushing it. Good on him. We should have got down. We, we were so mad we can't get down. Hopefully, um, um, in August when we're back, he's still got the residency there. Yeah, we'll, if he's, yeah, we'll be absolutely coming back if uh, he's still got the residency here. Um, but yeah, that'd be cool. I, <laughs> I was kind of disappointed when you told me that he was just DJing because the idea of a pub hiring like kind <laughs> of a, an in-house magician <laughs> to just wow people queuing up for the bar is a great idea. Yeah. I'll go to the pubs way more if some guy like tapped me on the shoulder and was like, pick a card. I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'd like pick one. And then the, even if people were cutting in in front of me, I'd be like, I don't give a shit, man. This is crazy. That'd be so good. Like, I don't want someone to take over the whole bar. Like, there's nothing worse when the the bloke playing guitar in the pub thinks it's his gig. And it's like, oh, no, mate, we've all just come to this bar. You're yeah. here. Provide some ambiance, my friend. All right? Play the Eagles in the corner. You know, play some covers. Hit us with a Wonderwall. Sure, spice it up with a Mr. Brightside, but don't pretend it's your gig. There's nothing worse than that. Yeah. So I would hate it if a magician, you know, started performing a theatrical show in the corner, but a roaming magician at pubs, if you run a pub, think about it. I'm full of good ideas, mm. all right? That's a great one. I'm telling you, if word got out, say, you know, especially if you're at a pub where you're on a busy strip with a lot of nightlife, and you're competing with two to three other local establishments, which are quite crowded, give it six weeks of you having a roaming magician, word will spread, and at the very least, you'll get people coming in for the novelty. Yeah. I would say, chuck on a Spotify playlist, save money on the band, play a magician. Because no one really... Live music places is often annoying. Like, yeah. I, I've one time I had a beer at the cool and got a... Pub. It was. I've talked about it on the podcast, and there was those people dancing in bare feet to the live band, and the live band's playing Jet. Do you remember that? It was ages ago. It was yeah. a couple of years back. Probably was pre-COVID. And um, whenever I see like that, I'm just like, man, chuck on the Spotify playlist. Get a guy that you know will pull fucking handkerchiefs out of his butt. <laughs> well, I don't really know what magicians do, to be honest, but. Anyway, it's just a good idea. So, um, yeah, we've had a pretty good week. Uh, we've, s- we've sold, we've bought and sold a skateboard. 
for profit yep. in a week. I'm a hustler. I'm always grinding. Uh, made $9.69 on that purchase, which was great, and got a little bit of live stream entertainment as well. Um, man, people were really cheaping out, out on us in the live stream. We were like auctioning a brand new pretty much skateboard with Tony Hawk's signature on it. So probably what that would retail at what? Two, three, four thousand, I don't know. And people are offering us like, I'll give you a packet of wheat bix and a crisp high five. You know? Um, I'll take the crisp high five, but I've already got wheat bix. Yeah. You're talking to a man that or that constantly has backup bix on him at all times. Actually not at the moment. Ooh. We are running um we're running low on bix, but we're only here for another two mornings. So we're just gonna probably try and run out. You know when you're like you get your car and it's running on fumes. Yeah, we're we're gonna be like that with Bix on Monday morning. Just gotta ride it out. There'll be like three left, and I'll. Yeah, that's Reese's new catchphrase, yeah. by the way. Um, if you guys don't know, um, Reese has he started to really transition, or he's just maybe got a system update, <laughs> but he started to really transition from just regular in-house robot to elder and yeah. quite wise. And someone even said on the live stream recently that Reese was giving off big uh, Uguay energy, which is a reference to the uh, wise turtle in Kung Fu Panda, who is a wise Kung Fu master. Almost like the equivalent to Yoda of that franchise, I would say. Yeah. Which is quite a high compliment, mate. Uguay energy. And then when people started testing out how wise Reese was, they were wowed and blown away. Because every answer was just, mate, just write it out. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, Reese, I have an assignment you. Like, what should I do? He's like, mate, just write it out, brother. You're like, oh, Reese, you know, I don't know. And every single question, it really applies to everything. It write does. it out. But, um, yeah, it's good. It's been a lot of fun. There's not too much to report on other than we've just actually been having a lot of fun. Just having a few beers, getting a lot of work done. I mean, it's mainly just been the tour announcements. Like... When the week that you announce a tour is probably the most stressful week of your of a comedian's life, or at least my life. I don't know what other comedians do, but uh, it was stressful. But now most of the shows are on sale. Perth should be on sale now, so please come. One thousand seats. I need you all there. Bring everyone you've ever known or met or loved. Um, I love it if you <laughs> bought someone you just met once and over someone you loved yeah. first. But uh. Yeah, so get down LukeHidgel.com. Uh We've got Wollongong. That's tonight, I believe, if you're listening to this. So that's probably already happened. But uh, Sydney, tomorrow night, there'll be probably like 10 tickets left by this stage or maybe none. But come down if there is. And then uh, Newcastle on Sunday, there's still some tickets left. I'd love to see you there, LukeKidgel.com. Now, we did um, do a virtual busting of the jar this week on our instagram story uh if you're new to the podcast hey welcome great to have you here but uh we've been doing uh the busting out the jar uh lauren laura fuck she commented on yeah the, on the episode we're rude at this point i'll get I'm not there. remembering um it's lauren i'm gonna go with lauren okay god if it's laura i'm gonna be so angry <laughs> i think it's it's definitely lauren um she bought a jar to one of my shows Full of emergency content ideas for weeks like this where it's like... Laura. It's Laura. Fuck. <laughs> I was just... You know what? I was bluffing. Yeah. I went with a 50-50 and in order to not seem rude, I just went with one. I was like, it's definitely Lauren. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's so unlucky. Fuck. All right. Well, Laura, once again, apologies. Uh, 
She bought us the uh, virtual, j- sorry, the uh, real jar, but that's at my house. Um, and by the way, everyone keeps messaging me thinking we're living the life, which is true. We are. We're crushing it. But people are like, mate, you're getting a free holiday. This is great. And I'm like, what part about staying in an Airbnb every night to you sounds free? We're paying double rent at the moment. I'm renting at home in a place I'm not living in and also playing, paying obscene amounts of money every night for a, a hotel. So, um, yeah, they, like even some of the guys at Skate Park today were like, oh, mate, this is a bloody free holiday for you. Mm. It's like, what part about having to work every day and paying a lot of money and being stranded from your home state is a holiday. Mm. Once again, I feel like a first world refugee. It's pretty awesome. There's a spa every night. I'm not complaining. But I just wanted people to know that my bank account is is hurting. Um, Unlike my soul, which is refreshed and very warm at the moment because it's 25 and sunny. Suck shit, Melvin. (laughs) Um so, yeah, we did a virtual jar on the Instagram stories. People send in uh, topics to talk about, questions, you name it. We're going to bust it out pretty early. Yeah. On we might need to expand on the answers a bit. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um, this one is a great one. What's the worst injury slash trip to the emergency room you've ever had from Kira? Um, I, I've, I've got... have oh, Okay. There's been three actual bad things that have ever happened to me. One... I broke my arm uh, playing footy, but then I didn't even go to the hospital for two days. I ran in a state cross-country championship and realized like during it that my arm was still fucked. And then my mate punched it. I got my mate to punch it afterwards. Like, oh, we'll, we'll test if it's broken because I'm uh, intelligent. <laughs> and <laughs> he was like, I, I put my arm out and he punched it really hard and I screamed and he's like, no, it's definitely broken. And then I went to the hospital that night. So I still never know if it was slightly broken and then we fully fucked it up with the punch or if it was already broken and that's why the punch hurt. I'll never know. But I've been in a cast for six weeks before. I think that was in year nine or something. And then um, I've also had knee surgery. That's why I have a big scar on the back of my leg. I don't think I've ever shown people my scar. And by the way, yes, I'm wearing white shoes and white socks. Yes, I look like a tennis player from the 80s. Yes, I look like that. What's his name? John McEnroe, the guy who cracks the shits. McEnroe? McEnroe, yeah. yeah. The guy who just cracks the shits yeah, all the time. You can't be throws. serious. Yes, yeah. the ads. You cannot be serious. I, I remember look- he was from the Mars bar or a Snickers ad. Yeah, you're not you and you're hungry. Yeah. Was it one of the... Was yeah, that the ad campaign? Yeah, Snickers. Yeah, right. Um, I only remember the Betty White one. Yeah. Where she does dirt biking or something. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, what what am I talking about? Oh, yeah, my West scar. Injury. Yeah, sorry, guys. I got distracted by how sick my drip was. But, um, yeah, I have a scar on the back of my uh, leg, which I don't think many people know. That That's a little thing about me. Ooh. Have you ever seen the scar? Uh, I have noticed it. And do you never ask. Did you think I had a really dark past? Like one time I got attacked by a shark and I Maybe, just don't yeah. bring it up? Yeah, I didn't want to bring it up, yeah. Did you really just see it and then never bring it up? I think I, I think it was like the other day I noticed it. Did you think I used to cut myself like on the back of my calves during my MyChem days? Yeah. Or something like <laughs> peak in my fallout boy face. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's it's a scar from... Uh, I had a, It was really weird. Imagine it's called a spur bone growing out your leg. Imagine on the back of your leg, a little guitar pick of a bone yeah. growing into your nerves and arteries. That's what I had. So I had to get it shaved off. And uh, I think it's all good now. Yeah. And um, the worst surgery that ever had 
and people who have been listening to the podcast for a while, and even Luke and Lewis may remember, um, I had eye surgery. This was fucked. And whenever I tell people about it, they get so squirmy. So I had to get the top layer of my eye scraped off, the gelatin over your eye. But because it's on your eye, you have to be awake. Yeah. It's not like a thing where that they numb your eye, but you're still awake and conscious during it. So you have to, they prod your eye open and you can't blink and they put little drops on it to make it moist to just lube up that eye. And then you have to sit there and watch them scrape away the top layer of the thing you're watching them out of. It was pretty fucked up. Um, but yeah, that's probably the worst 30 minutes of my life mm. was watching the top layer of my eye be scraped away through the same eye that they were scraping. Yeah. That's gross. Would you, are you weird about touching eyes and shit? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I'd, can you touch your pupil? I can't do it. No, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Rhys is like, man, I can't even skate around a 10-year-old that might bully me. You think I'm going to touch my eye? That's insane. Uh, so, yeah, that's the answer. Those are the three worst things that ever happened to me. You um, almost chopped your dick off, didn't you? What? <laughs> Where did you get that from? From the motorbike? No, not my dick. Oh. <laughs> what happened? I, I broke my hand and lacerated my spleen. Lacerated your spleen, right. Very different. Oh, okay. I thought you like almost lost your cock. No. <laughs> Didn't you almost lose your cock? No. Oh. You just couldn't pee. I couldn't pee, yeah. Right. For some reason in my head, I was like, I'm pretty sure Reese doesn't have a cock. <laughs> <laughs> that's how progressive I am. Yeah. This whole time, I was like, then maybe that's why I thought deep down, that's why you didn't pee, mm. you know. Um, yeah, you had to be in hospital for ages. Uh, I was in... Uh, intensive care for like a week oh my god this is why uh, yeah you, uh, i couldn't like get up and walk or anything motorbikes are fucked i mean as so, <laughs> i can't talk as a person who's been riding around on a skateboard all week yeah. i'm destined to fuck myself in the next year <laughs> or three weeks who knows but um yeah right intensive care yeah so you did you almost die no no oh. but just because like i had blood pumping into my stomach oh, sounds like a bit of an overreaction yeah then. so at no point did you think you were gonna die no Oh, okay. But you thought you were going to be seriously messed up? Well, they first thought it was my liver, that I did something to my liver. Mm. And as someone who likes to drink... I was going to say, we've been destroying our livers oh, all no, week. But when they, cause when they first did the x-ray, they're like, oh, we think it's your liver and spleen. Uh, what does your spleen do? Uh, it like, helps fight off infection and disease. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Luke Kidgel, another one. All I do is shave my nuts, 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 no matter what. And that's because I used Manscaped. And I used code BASICS to get 20% off and free shipping. Guys, the podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com.au. Get the best shaver in the game. Uh, You've probably heard about it by now. If you haven't, then check this out. They spent 18 months trying to perfect it. It's seriously great. Uh, don't nick your nuts. Have Nothing worse than... I've had mates that try, have tried using razors on their nuts. Essentially, putting a knife to your sack. Don't do that, guys. All girls, all right? Go to manscaped.com, use code BASIC, and uh, yeah, support the brands that support this podcast. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for Manscaped for sponsoring the podcast. i got smooth nuts. Reese's got smooth nuts. Um, if you've already used the code BASIC, then I'm guessing you've got smooth nuts. 
and it can smooth out everything. Man, I smoothed my nipples before I went to the Gold Coast, so I look sexy on the beach. I haven't actually gone to the beach yet, but if I do, I'm going to look sexy. So I've just, I really pre-planned in case. And that's what manscaping is all about. It's just about being sexy and being comfortable in your own skin no matter what. Now, I personally don't love a lot of body hair. I don't have a lot, but (laughs) the minimal amounts I do have, I don't love. So I use Manscaped and uh, yeah, 20% off free shipping. Use code BASIC, support the brands that support us. Now back to the episode. Woo! Yeah, Spleen's a bar in Melbourne. Mm. So whenever someone says, I fucked my spleen, I'm like, oh, do you get kicked out? <laughs> I, have no, yeah. I always forget it's a body part. And I've also got like a scar. This is from completely different. I got a scar across my stomach. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What from? Uh, I had surgery when I was born. Oh, that's cool that you've like maintained the scar. Well, yeah. They don't go away. My scar's faded heaps though. Yeah. Like so much. It's now my one's pretty visible. Barely noticeable. But uh, yeah, that's the answer, Kira. There you go. These are good. These are actually surprisingly good questions. Yeah. Um, what's the one place in the world you would like to travel to? From Rathika. This is a very white girl question. Yeah. Uh, what's a boring answer? Like, you know what? It's such a boring answer because it's where everyone wants to go. I want to go there before it. It's not there anymore. Um, is it the Maldives or the Maldives? I don't know. I don't Maldives. Even, Maldives? I think it's the Maldives. Yeah, people are pronounce it differently. Yeah, but uh, I want to go there. It looks... I'm a sucker for blue water. I'm a sucker for a beach. It's why I like it here. And I'm a sucker for sitting on just a, a seat for six hours and drinking cocktails. Yeah. Which just sounds like the only thing to do there. My, my mate went there and he said, yeah, you just wake up, you walk out of bed and you dive in the water off the back of your uh, little house yeah. thing. Yeah. So that's something I would love to do. And other places, like I, I do want to go to Europe and stuff, but you know, I'm going to wait till I can go to shows there and I might do a little Euro trip after that. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm not really that, like, I don't know. A lot of people, a lot of young people are very like, oh, I want to travel the world. So I just really want to get good at comedy and see where that takes me. And I feel like I'm not missing out. I feel like I can travel the world later in my life, but I feel like now's the point in my life where I've got to go, go, go at, you know, this whole career thing. Otherwise, you know, because it's there. I'm, I'm never going to be young again. So I feel like I'm going to crack it, have a crack at this hard. And then, you know, later on I can travel the world and, you know, I'll be like that sad bloke just like, Munted at 4am <laughs> In a club in Amsterdam <laughs> Just like I didn't do this on Kentucky Fuck where am I Like that's gonna be me So I can't wait um, I'll, I'll see I'll see is there But uh, yeah Just Europe I've already been to America I honestly Have no desire to go back Leisurely To America Yes offence To Americans That your place is fucked Fix it um, And then people might start going back but uh, it seems to be on the mend a bit, but, yep. you know, COVID-wise, but there's still so many other things going on there. I obviously will end up going there to do shows eventually, but I'm not in a rush to go there. I, I prefer to go to Europe first, to be honest. And I know that must suck to hear if you are an American listener, but I don't know. Originally, it was the goal to do America first, but your country's made it so hard to work there. Like, do you know how hard it is to get a visa to work there? Like, travel visa is easy, but... To get a working visa in America, 
is near impossible with what I do. It's you have to get something called an extraordinary talent visa, where I have to get someone over there to vouch for me and sign up, and also do a logbook of everything I do there. Yeah. So you have to be making people a fuckload of money over there to bother filling in this log logbook. So you have to find a big management label. Um, that's how YouTubers do it because uh. They're making so much money off YouTube, they give them a cut. It's a whole thing. It's kind of like doing your learner's logbook, but they have to log why you're there to the government mm. because your government hates foreigners and I'm a foreigner. Um, so, yeah, that's it. You get discriminated against being an Australian in America. It's disgusting. Um, yeah, so I would say that's where I want to travel to. But I'm such a sucker for Australia as well. <laughs> I'm a bogan black for just traveling here. Like next year, I'm keen to go to a show in Darwin. I've been having a lot of requests this year. But we just didn't get it booked in. Honestly, and I didn't really consider it. <laughs> I know that's a bit rough, but when you're planning out a tour, you never like, you plan out East Coast and you, it's so expensive and it's so like isolated. It's like if Perth had the population of Darwin, you'd never go there because yeah. it's just so isolated from everything else. But maybe next year I could try and do Alice Springs and Darwin and we just drive up the middle of the country, just red dirt. We might meet that famous dog, Red Dog. Red Dog, yeah. Yeah, he's a big movie star here in Australia. Um, That'd be cool. He's kind of like, Red Dog is probably slightly more famous than Shane Jacobson. (laughs) And then like Hugh Jackman's at the top, but then there's a a pretty big gap between Hugh Jackman, Nicole Kidman, and then Liam Hemsworth. The Hemsworths are all up here. Yeah. Between that, geez, it dips. You know, Margot Robbie, she's she's made it to A tier. But fuck, we don't even have a B tier in Australia. No. It goes straight to F, right? And it's Red Dog, you know, Grant Danyar, <laughs> you name it. You know, the guy from Ready Steady Cook. He has an Instagram, we found out. Yeah. Yeah. Very self-aware Instagram. <laughs> uh, it was after discussing Ready Steady Cook on the podcast the other day. Um, anyway, so... Um, that's my answer. And in Australia, my favorite places are Newcastle, Perth, and here on the Gold Coast. But no one agrees with me. Everyone else hates the Gold Coast. And I understand why. It's garbage, but that's why I belong. All right? I belong in the bin with all the other fucking animals. I am pretty much a human bin chicken. I was watching one today, just potter around. <laughs> And I was like, that's all I really want to do. <laughs> it was kind of like, it was like in the sand. And then it was like, all right, now I'm going to be out of the sand. <laughs> and then it like went into the sun and it looked at the sun. I was like, oh, a bit bright. And that's me going, like, oh, fuck, should have bought me sunnies. And then I just walk back into the shade. And then I go get a burger and it goes to a bin. What's the difference? Yeah. Both are going to kill me one day slowly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty much just embodying the mindset of an ibis at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a pretty sad reality to face. Oh, and I did a Brisbane show this week. I forgot to say, that was so sick. Um, that sold out in like a few hours. So thank you very much to everyone who came. Did like a little comedy club called the Good Chat Comedy Club. And man, such a cool space. A uh, bunch of people came out. It was sick. Uh, just pretty much did like mostly crowd work because I didn't want to spoil all the jokes for the big shows later in the year. But um, yeah, just like talked a bunch of shit. And um, oh, this is a thing I found out. I did had no idea this was happening, and I guess I wasn't surprised hearing it, but it was a little alarming. There was a lady there that looked quite young. I would say under twenty five. And I go, oh, are you working? And she's like, oh yeah. And I was like, are you studying at the moment? And she goes, oh no, I'm I'm forty two. 
And I go, what? I'm like, dude, they breed them differently here. Whatever the fucking moisturizer they're using in Queensland, keep it going. Because um, this was unreal. She's like, I'm 42. And I was like, I was blown away. And so was the rest of the crowd. People were looking at her like, you're 40. That's, that's insane. And um, then we start talking about it. And she's there with her friend who's like, oh, and I, I, I think I accidentally <laughs> I pointed to her friend. I was like, and are you also old as shit? And uh, everyone thought that was quite rude in the crowd. But I thought it was a bit funny. Yeah. Um, and turns out she was also old as shit. She was also in her 40s, which isn't going to age well because I'm still going to be doing this podcast when I'm 40, and that's going to suck. And then I'll be old as shit. But uh, I was like, oh, you guys like friends from back in the day? And she goes, oh, no, we met through uh, Mothers With No Kids Society Facebook group. (laughs) And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, like all our friends have grown up and got families so they can't drink on a Thursday anymore um, so that we kind of met through this little group of women without kids and we just go out and get crunk together that's awesome that's really what Facebook's for yeah I mean the only people on Facebook are over 40 so that's great that's pretty much the whole platform now it's just an over 40 singles meetup and it was great they were having a great time they've ditched all their high school friends I'm assuming and um they were living the life. Good on them. So uh, that was just new. I, I had no idea that people went out searching for friends. What would you do if you just got to 40 and didn't have any mates? Would you... Do you reckon there's like Tinder for mates? Where a bunch of lads can just go on and just find boys they want to have a beer with? I'm not sure, but that will... If that's Surely someone, there's a market yeah. for like lonely blokes out there. Mm. We should make that. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll suss the app store. Can you do... Um, what, what would you look up? Mates, Friends mate, app, I don't know. friend finder. <laughs> no, there would be. There would be friend find apps for sure. But, geez, the people on those apps. Oh, we should try and make a friend on there. Well, yep, there's some apps. Oh, let's, maybe we'll get that up during the show and we'll have a scroll and see who we can be friends with and Cooley. That's great. All right, the next question. Uh, Eden has just said hi. Hi, Eden. Great. Um, Bumble having a have a version of it. Who? Bumble, you know, like the dating app? Yeah. They've got Bumble BFF. People just end up fucking. Yeah. yeah. And there's also... Best friend to fuck. There's also Bumble Biz. It's like, what, LinkedIn? Yeah, but Bumble. Bumble. Yeah. That's not professional. <laughs> it's not professional having like you in a suit picture going like, oh, I work for an accounting firm. Here's me Bumble Biz. That's not how you network. There's no like businessmen who have heaps of money that are like networking on Bumble Biz. Yeah. That's... Purely entrepreneurs from Byron Bay. 100%. Um, Alrighty. Rank the shapes flavors from best to worst. (sighs) Reese. Yeah. You better go to that side of the room because I'm about to split it. I'm about to split this fucking room right now. Guys, I would actually recommend changing your headphones if you can from a stereo to mono setting because i'm gonna split your fucking brain right now all right and you better pick one side i luke kidgel think shapes are overrated (laughs) i said it i stand by it and there might be a minority agreeing with me right now hey great to have you on board and there might be a strong majority against me on this one. And that's fine. We're all human. We don't have to agree on anything. But, oh, actually, we should agree on some things, but not everything. Um, 
Barbecue shapes are not bad. Yeah, they're the, they're the top for me. Yeah, I'm not a savage, right? I've had them. But I think that's... I've had pizza shapes. Eh, I don't really like any others. I don't even like chicken biscuits, like chicken chips. I only really like salt and vinegar chips. I'm not a huge snack man. I'm just not... I'm not even a dessert man. I like what I like. I like an Arnott's Bicky. I'm a, I'm a fucking fiend for a Bicky. Bicky boy. Yeah, I'm a Bicky boy, but I'm not a... And I, I don't know, I'm a Savoy boy. I like a French onion dip. But even still, I don't get too crazy with my dips. Uh, I don't even really branch out to a hummus. Hmm. Yeah. What about you? Shapes. Uh, with shapes, I'm mostly... I just stick to barbecue. Well, she wanted you to rank them. I don't even know the other flavors. Didn't well, they? Do, I only really have barbecue. Didn't they do all these weird flavors like uh, so, like sausages or tomato? They always, yeah, they, or did they do like a lamington one? They, they always bring out like weird different combinations. Or was that Smith's? I forget. Shapes. But um, have a conversation, but you can only use the word Jeff. Um, Jeff, sorry. Jeff. 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 Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> The Jeff, great, and scene, and Jeff. Um, that was, uh, I, well, what did you ask me? How's your day going, mate? Yeah, and I said, good, get fucked. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, but in Jeff, the fact that, what's this? Oh, Zara. The fact that you, on a live stream, you said my name is a stripper's name. Oh, yeah, I did say that. Because Zara, a girl on the live stream did the other night, asked me what my name would be if it was a girl. Um, oh no, if I was a girl, <laughs> if it was a girl, um, yeah, what my name would be if I was a girl and I, I've asked my parents and no joke, they were going to call me Zara and I always thanked my mum that because then I would have, I would have been a stripper. Now there's nothing wrong with stripping. All right. It's great money, great cash. You do you girl, but that's just not where I'd want to be personally. Mm. Right. And I know if my name was Zara, I wouldn't have had another, any other choice. That's just... Um, where Zara's end up. And um, a girl named Zara asked me this question, which thoroughly amused me, and um, I, I did call her name a stripper's name. I'm not saying you're a stripper. I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's like I feel bad for girls whose names are Crystal and Candy. I'm not really sure how many girls are actually called Candy, but I'm sure there's one out there that has a PhD. Mm. You know, I'm sure there's a scholar out there called Crystal, but she still has to live with the fact that she does, deep down to the core, have a stripper's name. I have a Bible name, Luke. I'm not a man of God. But Luke is in the Bible. Where does Reese come from? I've got no idea. No idea. What does that mean? Uh, Who knows? Look it up. You've never looked up what your name meant? I don't even actually, neither have I. <laughs> Um, Reese eating with a four cup date. Yes, he, st- he still doesn't know how still to do it, it. Still do it. He did it last night. I was watching him stab his cucumber. Um, yeah, like a caveman. It's gone to the point where it's just gone beyond repair. Yeah, at this point, I'm thinking of just giving you like a pitchfork to eat your food with because <laughs> it'd feel like it'd be a less messy method. Mm. You know, if you just stabbed it with a trident. Yeah, yeah, because you are the devil. Yeah, <laughs> you eat like um, a demon spawn. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, he just does this thing where he, like he, instead of just fr- over grabbing it, you under grab it. Yeah. You grab it underneath and you stab like that yep. and you go, 
and it's inefficient. Do you not think eating like that is? I don't know. I've just, just always done it. I'm just, just like, used to it now. Out. You could just. Yeah. Yeah. Like efficiency-wise, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I'm always constantly reminded of it because every week in a group chat I'm with my mates, someone always just posts it. Just uh, yeah. the picture that I posted? Yeah. <laughs> every week. So do I get you bullied amongst your friends? Yeah. Oh. Uh, man, can you invite me into the group chat? <laughs> I'd, I'd love to just, you know, stacks on. <laughs> It'd be great. Um, which fictional character would be the most boring to meet in real life? Probably me. <laughs> you know, I'm not real and I feel like I am pretty boring. Uh, I feel like that's one thing that people would be quite... I feel like people who, who have met me maybe think that. I think that's a, a, maybe a general perception of both Lewis and I. He's particularly boring. I'm not as boring as him. Mm. But um, I think I... It's weird. I, I feel like I have two lives. I have one life of like doing admin, working really hard, and then I have one life where I... Yeah, I guess I probably am a lot of fun maybe. Yeah. And I'd like to go out and do things. But if you catch me Monday to Friday, I'll probably be a busy boy. Um, just doing my thing. But fictional character... Uh, here's one that I, might be controversial. I think Shrek would be boring to hang out with. Yeah. Because he'd be... You know, you know how he'd treat you? Like how he first treated Donkey. Yeah. He just was walking away going, what are you doing in my swamp? And it was just like, he hated everyone. You know, he'd hate you. You're a cup with, like, with a cucumber on a trident. He'd <laughs> blow fire at you or whatever. Well, he's not a dragon, but you know. Um, yeah, I feel like Shrek would be pretty boring. I, I, you know who I reckon will be a ripper bloke, though? Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah? For sure. Yeah, he seems like the opposite to Shrek. He seems like a guy that maybe after a couple of hours you could have like a rapport and perhaps even a handshake with. Mm. I think Wreck-It Ralph, for sure. What about Mike Wazowski? Yeah, I think I I'd, I'd, couldn't resist punting him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could resist. He's a little ball. If you had a friend that was a sphere... <laughs> And you didn't have a ball and all the lads wanted to play down ball or hacky sack. You're like, yeah. oh, sorry, Mike, but, you know, it's only fair. Yeah, you you would get tormented on a night out with the boys. Yeah, I mean, I frequently use Lewis as a javelin. Yeah. It's just the same rules. Yeah. You know, you got to treat everyone the same. Um, I Although, lads night out with all the scare at monsters from the scare floor, like Sally's there. Yeah. But fuck, you know, Randall's jacking off in the corner because he's a creep. Um, well, yeah, oh, dude, Randall, can we just like acknowledge this? Randall with his camouflage was 100% a sex pest during Monsters, Inc. <laughs> there is no way he didn't creep in the women's toilets mm. with his camouflage chameleon abilities. Yeah. He was 100% a predator and that was really never addressed at all. Um, here's one story just before we go back to the questions and before I go back to... Uh, ranking and discussing fictional characters that I'd love to chat with. Uh, Meg got sexually assaulted before in the park. Did you say that? By an ant. She got Whoa. bitten on the ass. Yeah. How's that? The confidence in that bloke. I'm sitting right there, her boyfriend. You know, I'm not a very overprotective boyfriend, but don't eat my girlfriend's ass in front of me. <laughs> None of that. Like, the lack of respect. I want to fucking bash him. And then Meg was like, oh... Nah, he's gone. Like the ant's gone, and I was like, "Fucking, where is he? I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it." You know, you don't. Well, that's disrespectful. You know, if some other bloke from the Gold Coast walked up 
and tried to, you know, nip Meg on the bum, I wouldn't have a bar of it, you know. And this ant thinks he can come right up in there. She's um, yeah, she's got a real uh, red butt from before. We were sitting having a, a milkshake, and Meg was having a smoothie, and we we're having a bite to eat. And now uh, she just jumps up, and uh, yeah, it's not on. It's very Gold Coast though. Yeah, yeah, the classic Gold Coast ant. No, no respect for women. Piece of shit. Um, probably king hits like other ants. Mm. Just it's not good. But um, yeah. So that's I, I felt pretty disrespected as a boyfriend, and um, I think Meg felt quite disrespected as well. So uh, yeah. But the next time I say that ant, I'm gonna fucking bash him. So that's all good. Oost, oost, put him up. You know, I I wouldn't even have to bash him. I could just spit in his yeah. ant, ant hill and he'd drown. That's how much power you have over an animal. Mm. Oh, you know how sick in the head I am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. This is this is how much of a power trip I did on purpose. Meg and I were skating through that wharf area we've been skating yep. through, and I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. There were 50-plus seagulls because someone was feeding them. They were all hanging around. And we there was two paths we could have gone on. There was one with 50 seagulls all sitting there, and all I saw were just bowling pins. That's all I saw. <laughs> I saw a fucking strike waiting to happen. Yeah. Or there was part B with no birds, no traffic, perfectly smooth concrete to skate on. I'm such a... Power hungry maniac, you know exactly. I went for path A, and the power, the raw power that I felt as the birds just shot up around me. I felt like I was the main character of a movie and I was in some montage. And have you ever seen, you know, the opening credits of The Lion King, where it's like in the circle of life, yeah, all yeah. the animals are like, yeah. and, and all the birds are flying over? Yep. Dude, I was like when the gazelle runs through the birds. Yep. I was the gazelle and all the birds just came up. I completely fucked this guy's day who was um who was feeding them. I ruined his day. I ruined the birds' day. And all I left, I left from that just wanting more power and I wish I could do it again. Those birds had to move because of me. That's powerful. Yeah. So um that's pretty much what I've been doing this week. Just trying to feel, you know, big dog creatures smaller than me. Um, although creatures smaller than me have been big dog and me. Um, cracking onto my girl. Um, yeah, just just getting back quickly onto the fictional characters front. Um, you know how I reckon would be a great bloke to have a beer with on the top level of the RSL? The uh, old bloke from Up. Oh, wouldn't that be an afternoon? Yeah, wouldn't that be a session? God, he'd have some stories. Yeah. Oh, one time there was a bunch of balloons. You like, get yeah. fucked. We'd get real deep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'd cry yeah. for sure, but it it'd be a roller coaster ride of emotions. He'd make you laugh and cry in the space of thirty seconds, mm. and then you'd have to help him up. He's got his little tennis balls. Yeah. On his little walking frame. Yeah. God, what a cutie. He reminded me of my granddad. I guess that was the point. <laughs> Yeah, I think probably. that was the point of the film. Yeah. So every white kid could relate yeah. to having this cute old man figure in their life. But uh, yeah, that that he's one that... And um, you know who seems like a bit uptight? Marlon from um, Finding Nemo. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd roll with the turtles for sure. Oh, yeah, the turtles. Crushing yeah. the gang, you know, crisp high five to squirt on the yep. way past. You, 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 you. That'd be sick. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much. Unless you guys, we've probably missed a few. Um, we've mainly gone down the Pixar path. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to be a member of the Furious Five. That's pretty much my life dream, actually. <laughs> like, if I could wake up one day. You know what? That's a great answer to the question. People always ask me, what would you do if it wasn't for comedy? Probably trying to train in Kung Fu just so I could be friends with the Dragon Warrior and Tigress, Crane, Mantis, um, Monkey. Yeah. Is that five? Who knows? I can't count. So, yeah. Um, If you could know the total truth to one question, what would you ask? Ooh. Ooh. Another one from, uh, that was from Jess. Great question, Jess. I feel like I'd I'd waste the question and, and I'd feel like it's the same thing as well. If I had three wishes from a genie, I just wish for shit that I wanted immediately. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, milkshake. <laughs> and that'd just be one wish gone. <laughs> like so many people would be like, solve world peace. And I'd be like, mm, blue heaven. <laughs> large, make it a large. And then, and then they'd be like, well, is that your second wish? I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I'd have one wish left. I was like, oh, fuck it. Get me a coaster. <laughs> and then I'd just be out of wishes. So I think I don't want to waste this question, but okay, maybe I would love to know the truth of like a conspiracies. I think I know like nine eleven. It'd be interesting, but I I think yeah, you know, I, jet fuel can't melt steel beams, so mm. maybe we already know the answer. The moon landing, yeah, knew that was real, but again, I don't care. Like that's why when people go, oh. What do you think of these conspiracies? I'm like, who gives a shit if we enter the moon or not? Doesn't affect there's, me. There's nothing there. It's just a big fucking rock. You know, I've, I, I could go down to the beach. I'd have exactly the same experience, <laughs> but I wouldn't have to worry about dying if my mask broke. <laughs> you know, fuck going to a place where there's no... Oh, look, no gravity would be fun, but it's not worth the trip. Dude, I don't even like flying to Brisbane. That's like two hours. How long does it take to get to the moon? Mm. Like a week? I got no idea. Yeah, probably it was a couple of days. Couple of days. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, I went to LA once. I it was so boring. Like unless you can watch like Guardians of the Galaxy and the in-flight entertainment or some shit. But um, I can't sleep on planes, so I doubt I could sleep on a rocket ship. So I, yeah, I don't care about the moon. Um, that I feel like so bad saying that. Isn't that awful? Like if they did go, that's one thing I just feel awful. Everyone goes. Imagine if everyone was like, nah, the moon landing was fake. And Buzz and Neil are just like, we, we fucking went. Yeah. Like, imagine if they were just like, but we did. Like, I, I was there. It was crazy. Yeah. Isn't that crazy if they did go? Yeah. That they just went and then came back and they just like have that memory of like, oh, one time I was on the fucking moon. Like, they look up at it and go, good times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's so weird. Like, that's like when I watch... You know, a travel show, I watch Getaway, and I'm like, oh, you've been to Perth. Mm. <laughs> that's the same. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, one thing I would want to know the answer to. Oh. I'd, be, I'd do something so selfish for financial gain. I, would, I want to know the recipe to Coke. 
so I could just resell it. <laughs> and then I'd be a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I'd, I'd do something shitty for financial gain. Wouldn't want to know what happens when you die or anything like that? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, judging from my response, probably just go to hell. Yeah. Uh, if I was just trying to, yeah, redo Coca-Cola. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. See, that's the problem. I'm not good with these questions because I don't really think outside the box. I'm always just like, what's a media gain? Mm. Um, I, like, I'm, you know who I am? I'm Biff when he gets the sports almanac from Back to the Future. Yeah. When he's like, oh, that's what I do. If someone like told me what happened with the, you know, currently at the time it's already happened, but currently when we're recording this, the Mayweather and uh, Logan fight hasn't happened yet. If someone told me their result, I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, Mayweather's going to win. But say if Logan wins right, which unlikely, if if I knew that he won, I would put all my money on it. Mm. I'd be the asshole that um, gets rich off really horrible ways. Um, so I know, yeah, maybe Reese's won. That's a better question. Mm. What happens when I die? But I I am so confident in my belief. I don't know if it's like atheism or whatever it is. I was so confident in the, that we just decompose and that that that's it. Yeah. That's why you just got to get amongst it while you're around. Yeah. Why before you're dirt, you should like live it up. Otherwise you just become uh compost. Yeah. That's what I believe. But man, what about if I'm wrong? And yeah, maybe that's why I should ask them. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That'd be good to know actually. Um, I'd have to change a lot of things if I found out that like Christianity was real. Yeah. And you had to be a good person. I'd be yeah. like, Oh, scratch that <laughs> thing about getting the Coke recipe. I'd be like Christian comedy. Yeah, uh, I would be a great Christian comedian. Yeah. I could get up there and just like say observations like, yeah. oh, what's the deal with water bottles? <laughs> yeah. They're always empty when you need a drink. And all these, oh, this is, oh, you know, that'd be good. Um, yeah, great. What uh, time are we up to? We have got nine and a half. Nine and a half minutes to go. Jeez, yeah. I'm good at, dude, if I was a fucking breakfast, I'd be a waffle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at waffling on. Um, that's a great question, though, Jess. I would love to know your answers to these questions, by the way, because I feel like I'm just the worst person to ask. Um, what is This is from Rathika, uh, who came to my Melbourne shows twice, I think. One time with her mum. Oh, no, she came once, but her friends came the other time. Yeah, dude, her mum came. And, um, you know, when you get a parent who's just like, I, I love my daughter, but I'm not sure why she likes this. Yeah, they're just completely off it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I could just see her mum the whole time. Yeah. I was like, she doesn't want to borrow this. Uh, what is something about your job you wish more people knew? <laughs> Man, I'd talk for an hour a week. You guys know everything about me to the point where I have to then just talk about yeah. if hanging out with the guy from Up would be good or not. <laughs> um, I think one, one thing that is a common misconception it's such a boring answer, by the way. This will put you to sleep. So, if you're going to bed right now, just relax. This is going to be like some meditation, how boring this answer yep. is. Most people think this job is fun all the time because most people see comedians and go, oh, they just make people laugh for a living. That must be super fun. So and It is very rewarding. It is very fun. They're not wrong, but it's not fun all the time. Imagine if you had to travel so much like or do anything that much like traveling becomes not exciting by the end 
like airports. I remember as a kid, I used to go there. I was so excited because it meant we we're going on a family holiday. Now I go to the airport. Sometimes I do day trips to the Gold Coast. It's like, oh, I've got to be back here in 12 hours. Yeah. This sucks. Like, there's times where it's usually you're going there for a fun reason, but the commuting sucks, the waiting. It's a lot of waiting around doing this job and yeah. therefore a lot of free time that you try and fill with admin. It's a lot of admin. Oh, Ooh. running your own business. I run two businesses. I co-run with run a business with Lewis that has three employees. Um, so, I don't know if anyone else owns a small business, but imagine doing one yourself and one on the side. It's... Very time-consuming. And not only that, I, you're the face of two businesses as well, which is super weird. Yeah. Like, usually if you run the business, you just run it. And that's why I need to get a business manager, um, which is why my brother's going to come on board and help me out. Because running a business and being the face of it, like, means I have less time to spend doing this shit. Um, and it's why we have to do this three days in advance because we're traveling around. and Yeah. Why not? But uh, yeah, I would say that's the biggest misconception is that we're just fun all the time because I think that's with a lot of people like me who do do so do 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 social media is uh you put out the fun parts of your life, but I don't put out me and Reese making buttons for my website, me updating my website, yeah. me putting tickets on. So imagine if I was like, "Hey guys, I'm just replying to your emails. What's up?" Like that wouldn't be. Interesting. So I think that's a pretty big misconception because even people who I meet on a night out or whatever and we sit down and have a chat and they're like, man, I've been watching for three years. You must have the best life. Like you just go out, have beers, make people laugh. And in my mind, I'm like, how did you skip over? People just skip over and accept like, oh, that just all happens. Like, I'm yeah. like how do you think I can do a show? Like I have to book it in. Yeah. Have to organize sound and lighting. You know, when you see the spotlight at the show, I've most of the time, like 90% of the time, I've organized the spotlight to be in the room mm. myself or Meg has, you know, and I've, sometimes we've organized the stage. We have to check if there's seats at the venue with some of these like regional places. So it's just a, that's, that's one thing. That's the very boring answer to that question. The fun answer to that question is, um, there is none. It's about my job. <laughs> um, tell a fuck childhood story. I've already, that's like, been the last 200 episodes of this is this episode 199 yeah i think so guys send in your suggestions what are we gonna do for episode 200 we don't have any ideas we've been too busy to think about it um what do you guys want to see for episode 200 we can do like a a big bonanza i don't know i've just been um all over the shop lately with the the growth that's another boring answer how much this business has grown in the last year has been exhausting, but very cool. Um, yeah, expanding it has been a nightmare, but also a good thing, you know? Yeah. It's a good problem to have. Oh, no, I'm selling too many tickets. Oh, oh. too many people are going to lootkidl.com and aggressively coward punching those buttons. Um, so, yeah, go smash those buttons. I want the buttons on my website to be fucking obliterated by the end of the week to the point where Reese has to make new buttons because you guys <laughs> fucked them up so much. And if you come to the Gold Coast show, Cal would punch the button. If you're coming uh, to the Brisbane show, um, you know, pre- pretend it's a, you know, a family member and it, <laughs> it's just a stat, all right? You yeah. Know? Um, and yeah, if you're coming to um, 
the Tasmanian shows pretend it's your sister's butt. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Because you smash it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they, and, and, and oh, yeah, yeah, thank you. It's a it's a very bad joke. Uh, <laughs> and if you're from um, anywhere else in Australia, just press it at a comfortable that yeah. button in a comfortable way. But uh, yeah, guys, um, what I did want to put in uh, was a little clip from the latest Luke and Meg episode. Luke and Meg is back. We're going to do another episode after this. It is so much fun, um, and we talk about a bunch of fuck stuff. I do regret. To inform you all that um, I did one of the most lowbrow, immature things I've ever done on record yeah. in the most recent Luke and Meg episode and did think it was funny at one point. And it was funny. I, I, wanna, I, want, I want you to know that. Yeah, yeah. It, well, you laughed. Yeah, I laughed. You did laugh. Yeah. But you're a, bit, you're a bit like disappointed, but you still laugh. Yeah. That's how I felt. I did at one point think it was funny to do a fart in the microphone. <laughs> Now, there's a reason why that podcast is behind a paywall because I would never fart publicly in a microphone. That would be immature and I would never do that. But um, in the off chance that I did, you know, if I'm not joking about this, uh, yeah, that's available on my Patreon. The Patreon helps us fund this operation, keeps the ball rolling, and we appreciate everyone on it. Get in the Discord, get a ticket, smash those buttons, and um, yeah, Thank you very much for listening to this episode. This is uh, a clip from the latest Luke and Meg podcast. Enjoy. If you like this, uh, there's a bunch more episodes over on the Patreon. And um, yeah, next week, I think we will be in... I might be still away. And Reese. We may be. We may do an episode in Newcastle, I think. Yeah, we'll do two, we go away. 200 in Newcastle. We'll do episode 200 in Newcastle on the weekend. So, uh, yeah. Uh, get the tickets to the show, Sydney this week, Wollongong, Newcastle, and then, um, yeah, Adelaide and um, whatnot. They're all on my website. Great. LukeKidgel.com. Smash the button. Here's the Luke and Meg clip. See ya. Luke, I told you the other day that I witnessed a birth, and I did, mm-hmm. on the street. Yeah. I went out for my walk, or actually my run, and I was, like, walking up the street, and I saw this dog. This little white fluffy dog running out onto the road Mm -hmm. and it was wearing like this fluorescent pink top saying princess on it. And I was like, okay, well, this dog is clearly loved. You know, it's been nicely. And loved are two very different things. Yeah, so pampered. It's been a pampered dog. So I'm like, I know that it belongs somewhere over here. And it was like barking at me and I was like, oh, what's this here? Yeah, it was just up the, here. The white one? Yeah, the white one. I saw one. it this morning. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you should have said congratulations. So it came out, right? And I was like, oh, I went up to it and stuff. And I was like, oh, like what? what's happening? Like I thought it, I thought it had been hit by a car because it was bleeding, right? I was like, oh my God, what's happened to this dog? Next minute, the only comes running out with gloves on. <laughs> She's like, gloves down to here on. She's like, oh, sorry, sorry, she got out. She's having a puppies. She's having puppies. And I was like, what? And then all of a sudden, this small, tiny little bean of a oh. thing falls out. And I was like, oh, my God. I would have thought it was shitting. The dogs. I would have been like, what, what's it eating? And this <laughs> owner like caught it in her hand, was like rubbing it to get it to breathe. And I watched. I just, I was like. I've never seen a birth before. I was like watching as this dog just gave birth in front of me on the street. A dog just pooped out another dog. Yeah, dog, this tiny dog as well. Pooped I've out got, another bean. It. it was more of a bean. Imagine if it pooped out a bigger dog, <laughs> like a babushka dog. That'd be crazy. It's <laughs> it just like pops out a huge one. The other one's like, what the fuck's up with you? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
And then that one shits out an even bigger one? No, it's it, a babushka doll gets smaller. Yeah, but like reverse babushka. <laughs> and then the, the big dog just ends up eating all the little ones. Ew. Yeah, for energy. Man, that is... You have a fucked mind, my, my dude. Nah. My guy, your mind is a little weird. It's fine. Anyway, he, continue. He different. Anyway, yeah, so I witnessed this birth. She grabbed it. She's like, I'm so sorry. And then she just, she just scooped up both of them and, and took them inside. And I was just standing there on the street. It didn't look like this morning, like it had given birth recently. It didn't give off that vibe. I don't know what vibe that is, but it didn't look... Dude, it didn't look pregnant. No, it, it was tiny. It was so small. No bigger than a travel pillow. No. Could have could have punted it if I wanted to. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Well, but I could have. I, I want you all to know I could have. Because it was barking at me. That's what happened, Luke. I witnessed a... The miracle of birth. I witnessed the miracle of birth. On a street on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Not the first time a young mum has given birth on the street on the Gold Coast, I'm no, sure. I'm sure there's been a lot more. A few teen mums probably done that. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Cavill Avenue, outside the Maccas. Just pop one out. Somewhere.